real presence live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Good morning, I'm Father Randall Kazel, and I'm here with... Steve Sponskowski. And we're broadcasting live from the Diocese of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We have an exciting day here as the Diocese of Sioux Falls welcomes a new bishop, Bishop-elect Don DeGrood, uh, who is a pastor in the Archdiocese of St. Paul in Minneapolis. Our show today will focus upon uh, Bishop-elect DeGrood and people who've known him, and as well teaching a bit upon the episcopacy and what this great gift of a new bishop means to this local diocese. What a great morning, Father. It's good to be here with this morning, and thank you for taking the drive down yesterday was uh, the weather out there is a little sketchy <laughs> yes well the good lord provided i think it, it my guardian angels were all over it though we had some serious blowing snow uh in the afternoon going across southwestern minnesota but uh thanks be to god we're here and god's grace is now in abundance so speaking of grace let's start with a prayer Absolutely. and we'll be off with our show let us pray in the name of the father the son and the holy spirit amen, amen. Come, Holy Ghost, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and kindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who hast instructed the hearts of the faithful by the light of the Holy Ghost, grant that by the same spirit we may be true, always truly wise, and ever rejoice in his consolation, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And let us ask our Blessed Mother to be with us, to lead us. Hail Mary, full, full of grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right, folks, thanks for being with us this morning. And if you're traveling right now and listening to us as you travel towards Sioux Falls, South Dakota, where we're coming to you live today, drive safely. Um, but uh, we have some exciting conversations coming to you this morning. Yeah, and this morning we're blessed to welcome with us Melinda North. And Melinda, it's a great time here and a great day, especially historic day, whenever there's a new uh, bishop that comes to a see. And uh, Bishop-elect DeGroote will be the ninth bishop of the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Mm -hmm. And we, uh, what does it take to pull all this together in your position? First, tell us about yourself and what role are you playing in the midst of all this action that's culminating today with this great day. <laughs> oh gosh, I've been so blessed to ask to be a part of the planning. Um, I work with the Catholic Community Foundation here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and I've been there for about 20 years now, and was here when we ordained and installed Bishop Swain, actually. Oh, very good. So this is um, quite a monumental moment for me to be a part of this this event as well. Um, there was a group of about 12 people who started a year ago 
with the planning and preparation for what we're what we're celebrating today and um, it's just been absolutely incredible the amount of work that goes into it and all the very facets of it you know you have your communications and your your marketing of all the programs and um, the organization of the liturgies from last night at, at Vespers they celebrated to today's mass ordination and installation um, to the dinners and the celebratory events that we're having with all the priests all of his family um, we have about a hundred volunteers that are helping pull this off. Wow! Yeah, that's amazing. It's incredible. I, it is. It was amazing last night at the Vespers. Uh, how that went is uh, one of the comments that one of the the parishioners here in the diocese mentioned. How filled it was with the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And did you have any role in planning the liturgy and how it all went? No, we leave the liturgy planning to the professionals. Right, <laughs> Father Martin Lawrence <laughs> and Father J.P. Morgan really orchestrated all of that and and coordinated the volunteers that are associated with the with the Vespers. And obviously, Bishop Electagrude was really involved with. Um, how he wants to um, incorporate those that have mentored him, those that have been close friends to him, and his family. So he was really involved in a lot of the finalizing of the planning as well. Yeah, and for our listeners out there, there was adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. It was very mm-hmm. beautiful. Bishop Swain was there and led the program, with, and, and then Bishop, Bishop Elect DeGroote gave the, a beautiful sermon. He emphasized how he saw God's will. It's all God's will. This is happening. And, yeah. and it, it, it seems to me, Melinda, that this is an amazing thing for you and for me to see how God's will is bringing all this here at this it, time. It's just a great, a great way to watch and witness and grow in your love by watching someone else's love expand, mm-hmm. right? And I remember uh, clearly the day where it was announced, um, he pulled all of the staff together from the chancery office and just gave a beautiful opening prayer that asked for the intercessory prayer of his father who has passed away his uncle who has passed away, and then Bishop Dudley, who was our bishop at one time here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and asked for their intercessory prayer to help him be a holy leader and shepherd for the diocese, which was, it was very moving. And when he talked about being asked to be a bishop, the bishop, um, and how he took that to prayer, it was so, it was it was quite funny because he said, you know, there was a certain amount of peace that came over me and I knew it was what God was calling me to do. But he said, Blessed Mother, I can't do this without you. So you got to help me. <laughs> you know, what a beautiful statement yeah, to make. Amen. amen. So as you, you know, obviously you don't know a Bishop-elect DeGroote very well yet, but you have some first impressions of him. And, and did, uh, your, your position is you work at the Catholic Community Foundation, correct? Correct. And so of Sioux Falls here. Yes. And so as you think of, and you, you're getting to know Bishop Elect DeGrood, what about his personality most excites you for the work that you do? What do you see in him, um, you know, oh. working in, in uh, uh, orchestra with the work that you do? Sure, sure. My, my primary responsibility is the annual appeal, yeah. the Bishop's annual appeal each year. And I really think um, what Bishop Elect will bring to the table is a true understanding of God's love. You know, his motto is God is love. Um, And with that, I think you just grow deeper in the understanding that everything we have and everything we we are is a gift from God. I think he's really going to pull out of people that relationship and that stewardship and um, just the true meaning of it's God's will here on earth, right? It's, It's what we're called to do for his glory. 
um, just by the little that I've heard him speak, he lives it. He, he puts it into action, and we learn from people's actions, right? We we learn from their words and what they say, but we also learn from their actions. And from what everything I've heard about him, he's very genuine mm-hmm. and very sincere. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And, and bringing up the you know word relationship, I think, is such a key word um, when it comes to everything we do in the church, mm-hmm. especially as, as leaders, as a bishop, as a pastor, as any position that we are in in the church, that relationship. Talk to us a little bit about um, relationship generally. I mean, the work that you do, <laughs> right? I'm going I'm to just step aside for a little bit, but the work that you do at the foundation um, is all about building relationships. And for Absolutely. what reason, right? It's not relation. Right. You know, talk to us a little bit about that. Right. You know, I, I often said that as as I progressed in my role at the Catholic Community Foundation, um, it was it's always important to take it to prayer, right? And to grow in relationship with God. And I talked about that a lot with the priests when I work with them. And a few years back, one of the priests said, Melinda, it's not just a relationship, right? I'm like, what do you mean? It's not a relationship. He goes, you are in communion. You are deeper than just a relationship. You have a relationship with people, but you are in communion with God. And he just really challenged me. It's, it's, it's a lot deeper than that. And when we have the gift of being able to sit across the table from a donor, right, or somebody who feels called to do something, they just can't quite pinpoint it, or they, they feel called to um, celebrate the gifts of being, list, being able to listen to Real Presence Radio and all of the, the programming that's available on here, and they want to do something, but they just can't figure out what. Um, with the Catholic Community Foundation, we it's it's a beautiful thing to watch people give joyfully. And um, it's an easy thing once they're like, of course, of course the church needs my financial support. Of course the Real Presence Radio needs my financial support. And it's it's hard to describe, but when, when you're in the middle of it, there's like a light bulb that goes out on where it's, Okay, my gifts are not my gifts. They're God's gifts, right? And as you continue to grow in communion with God and Jesus, He works through you to, to give those gifts away. And um, it's, it's been a, a beautiful journey, if you will, for myself and, and being able to be a part of that with others. Um, couldn't plan it. You couldn't, you, you, you can't, it's not my will. Right, and when you're open to being the vessel, and that's I think what I'm most excited about. Um, Bishop Elect just has a genuine. It's God's will, and I, I'm His vessel here on earth to um, help Him. Yeah, you say that so well, Melinda. Thank you for witnessing mm-hmm. on that. And I, one of the things about this day, we're, we're going to have a beautiful ordination liturgy here this afternoon. And I thought about this myself that you know, tomorrow. Everything gets going, you know. Right. It's like the, what 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 everything has meant today, uh, you mm-hmm. know. Tomorrow gets put into more a deeper action. Has there Absolutely. been any planning or anything that's you're looking forward to coming up after today? Because then you know it's no longer bishop elect. You, right. you have Bishop DeGrude right. uh, off and running. Right. We're actually as as staff of the chancery. I think we're all really looking forward to noon mass. We always have noon mass at the cathedral on a daily basis, and tomorrow. Our, our new bishop will be celebrating Mass. So we're all really looking forward to that in the immediate future. 
Um, it's his birthday tomorrow. Yes. I don't know if that's a secret or not. <laughs> it isn't <laughs> anymore. Like, not anymore. <laughs> but we were having a little celebration for him after afternoon mass. So any of the listeners, if you can't be in, in Sioux Falls today to celebrate or be at the post reception at the convention center after the ordination installation, we're having a, a small reception to celebrate his birthday afternoon mass tomorrow. Um, looking into the future, uh, we have our delegation who really supports our bishop in a deeper level for all of the ministries, and they have been planning and um, brainstorming for a while now. Um, just what what recommendations would we have? Where do we see a need? How how do we want to continue to grow? Um, Bishop Swain has done just a beautiful, beautiful job of getting us to this point, right? Our, in our prayers, it's please give us somebody. You know, we were very specific in our prayers as a diocese. And we were also with Bishop Swain, and God is good. He he gave us Archbishop Carlson at a time when we needed it, who did wonderful things. He gave us Bishop Swain at a time when we really needed him, and he's done so wonderful wonderful things and now he's brought us bishop elect to grood so we'll see what happens holy spirit has to figure it out doesn't he he yeah. does <laughs> we just get to follow on the train of his plan <laughs> right. we got it all figured out right. amen if you're just joining us we're coming to you live from sioux falls we're visiting at steve Splanskowski here along with father randall kazel and we are visiting with melinda north from the diocese of sioux falls she works with the catholic community foundation of South Dakota, Eastern South Dakota, Eastern South Dakota, Eastern South Dakota, mm-hmm. and we're talking about this on this day, the uh, installation or ordination. The technical term is ordination. <laughs> All right, yeah, we'll talk about that a little later, maybe. Well, it's both. It's, it's actually both because he's not a bishop yet. If he were a bishop already, it'd be installation. So it's ordination and installation. It's both. All right, mm-hmm. so ordination and installation of Bishop Elect DeGrude um, today here in Sioux Falls. So thanks for joining us. Um, let's talk a little bit. You mentioned Bishop Swain and. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've heard anything publicly about what his plans are. So he enters, he officially entered into retirement about a year ago, right? Correct. And, yes. uh, yeah. and then so uh, has he mentioned where he's going to, what he's going to do, where he's going to be, or is that not official? He has, actually. I think in the beginning of his term as bishop, he, it was always his plan to retire and move back to Wisconsin where he came from, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been the last couple of years that he's, he's publicly said, South Dakota is my home. Now, so he has made plans to stay here and retire here in Sioux Falls, which wow. is a beautiful gift to us because we've we've had him for 13 years, right? He's been our shepherd, our father, for for 13 years, and um, when he announced that he had made the decision to retire here in Sioux Falls, we were all so so grateful for that. You know, I think he's going to struggle a little bit with his free time. Yes. <laughs> I don't know exactly what that will bring for him. But I pray that he's he's at peace and he enjoys it and um, just can look back and say, God is good. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah, and knowing Bishop Elect Groot, I think he will welcome uh, ongoing interaction with Bishop Swain or whatever mm-hmm. gifts he may be willing or able to share as life moves forward. Right. Um, and maybe another word about Bishop Swain. I want to open an open-ended question for you. There, sure. uh, last night at the the conversation or the presentations there was a big thank you for bishop swain mm-hmm. and is there anything you'd like to add as a thank you to him that maybe from the heart of the people here that the gifts he best shared during his time to to remember him and thank him for in particular wow um i might get kind of emotional because i just i have a love for bishop swain and his humbleness 
that he brought to the diocese and his deep, deep sense of prayer. Um, he's always been a man who has never rushed into anything, but always took it to prayer and asked God, God, what is your will? And I think more than anything, um, he's taught me how to trust mm-hmm. and how to really rely on the will of God through prayer. Um, we're going to miss him. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, we're so grateful that he's here in Sioux Falls that yeah. we can still see him and 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 love on him, right? You know, because yeah. he's family. It's probably a work of the Holy Spirit that convinced him to stay for that reason, because <laughs> it might so. be <laughs> too much to ask that he would leave suddenly. It right. sounds, you know, one of the things I'm inspired with is the beauty of the cathedral here. Because mm-hmm. I know he did that refurbishing. He and did. for our listeners, if you haven't seen the cathedral here in uh, Sioux Falls, it's worth stopping. It's beautiful. Absolutely. It's so he, beautiful. He's blessed this diocese so much. And I don't know how how familiar everybody is, but not only the restoration, finishing the restoration of the cathedral, but he helped to build our 24-hour, seven days a week homeless shelter, the Bishop Dudley Hospitality House. He was very integral in that leadership. And not only that, he, we have um, the Perpetual Adoration Sisters um, came to the Diocese of Sioux Falls about, I'm going to get this wrong, 16 years ago, I believe. And just this last year, um, he put forth a campaign to build them a home. So we have the monastery that's built on the cathedral campus, which encompasses um, an adoration chapel for them and room to grow up to 20 um, adoration sisters. So he's that's just a small piece of the pie of everything that he's accomplished and done for the Lord here in the diocese. So we yeah. we were we love him. <laughs> well, you can feel the faith and the joy of the people in Sioux Falls every time we come down here. We have the opportunity to visit with you all and be with you. It's a blessing. I mean, we're we're graced to be with you, and it's a and we you know we went to mass this morning at the cathedral and then and stopped over at the Adoration Chapel. What a beautiful mm-hmm. gift, it you is. know. Um, and I think sometimes that's where the, the little. Sometimes it's the it seems like a little thing. But those little things like perpetual adoration, it's, I'm calling it a little thing. We all know it's a big it's thing. Huge. It's a huge <laughs> thing, but it seems, <laughs> seems little. So what a great blessing. So uh, uh, here's a question. So mm-hmm. how long of a nap are you going to need next week? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It's, it's, uh, <clears throat> that adrenaline rush is, is definitely here and present in all of us. So I, I don't know. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking a nap now. Don't call me. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure yeah. there'll be a kind of a ramp up time in Bishop, uh, Archbishop, uh, sorry, Archbishop. Whoa, what did I just do? Bishop elect DeGroote um, is going to have a lot of things to work on, I assume. He, he does. And he actually has a tour of the diocese already planned for the next four weeks, I believe, where he's going to go to various communities. Um, first and foremost, meet with our priest, the presbyterate, and just get to know them in a social um, uh private uh, venue, if you will. And then he's going to have a public mass with the communities. So um, for those of you that are in the Diocese of Sioux Falls, if you haven't seen that schedule, go to the website and check it out because he does. He made the comment, he goes, I have a laptop. They're portable for a reason. I don't want to be at my desk. I want to meet the people. Good. Awesome. Come on out. So give us, we have a couple minutes left here, Melinda, but give us a rundown again, if you could, of what's going on today. So those who are listening know uh, what to look for. So we, um, the ordination begins at two, begins at two o'clock and we have about 200 and some priests that have joined us from our diocese of Sioux Falls and the Archdiocese of Minneapolis, St. Paul, um, that will be concelebrating and processing in today. So because it's an ordination first and then an installation, we anticipate it'll take about two and a half hours. Mm -hmm. Um, it will be broadcast 
live um, on, it'll be live streamed on the web, and it will be on um, cable television, UTV is what it's here in Sioux Falls, and then Real Presence Radio will also be broadcasting it. So join us for that wherever you're at. Um, we do have the program for the Mass online if you'd like to follow along in the program as you do that. After it's all over, we have a celebratory event out at the Convention Center here in Sioux Falls. Publicly come out, meet the new bishop, um, celebrate with us, and then if you can't make any of that and want to join us for noon Mass tomorrow, please do that. And again, we'll have a reception after that tomorrow at the Cathedral. And then on Saturday, he will be celebrating the 4 o'clock Mass at the Cathedral, which is broadcast throughout the diocese in oh, Minnesota wow. on Kelloland TV. So you can watch him in, in action Excellent. this weekend, too, on Sunday. All right. Well, thanks, Melinda, for being with us this morning. Folks, if you are, are still on your way to Sioux Falls, drive safely. We're coming to you live. This is Real Presence Radio. Up next, we're going to visit with Father Anthony Urban, and later we're going to have the pleasure of visiting with many of our bishops, local bishops from this region. Don't go anywhere. It's Real Presence Live. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Thank you.